I'm Skyler Cooper. Yesterday, I went with KRMG Morning News host Dan Potter to see the church studio at 3rd and Trenton. If you're not familiar, that was Leon Russell's place. It was originally a church, but Leon bought it in 1972 and turned it into a recording studio. Some big artists have recorded there, just to name a few. Eric Clapton, Jimmy Buffett, Willie Nelson, and Tom Petty. First of all, walking up to the building is an experience on its own. The history you can see. Those tall steps, the wooden doors at the top with holes like out of a ship. And then there's the new Leon Russell statue out front. It's gorgeous. When we walked in, we first met with Teresa Knox. She owns the church studio. I am from Tulsa and I'm a collector of Leon Russell memorabilia. I've been collecting for a really long time. I have a 5,000 piece collection. Teresa has taken that hobby and turned it into history. We have Leon's canes. We have his only self-portrait. And what's really cool is this is like the finish line for this renovation. Teresa told us she's been renovating the space for more than five years and decided that now is the time to start letting people in. As it turns out, this is crazy. Leon Russell bought the church 50 years ago to the day they reopened. That was not planned. Again, we were supposed to open uh, quite a while back and I thought we got to pull the band-aid off here and just open. And I was just thinking, I was like, yeah, so close to 50 years and then I'm looking at the deed which I have the original deed and I was like holy crap this is so amazing that it's to the day that we're finished and done. And when it became that studio Leon would bring musicians in and he'd give them a shot let them record even signed guys like Tom Petty to his label Shelter Records. I've been so many places in my life and time I just love what Leon did. He created this very entrepreneurial workshop uh, because he came from, you know, California where the the studios were a little more conservative. And so he had an opportunity to um, bring singers, songwriters, musicians together in a stress-free environment. And I've had a chance to talk with some of those artists, including Tolson, uh, Dwight Twilley. And he said that it was just amazing, you know, and they cut their first hit in one night here at the church. I'm on fire and it's a great story. Now, it's important to point out here, this new iteration of the church studio isn't a museum. It looks a lot like one with the extensive collection, but it's still a recording studio. While we were there, there was a busy crew wiring up the studio, getting the control room ready, all that gear set to bring the recording studio back to life. And Teresa plans for it to stay that way. Not only is all of that analog gear in there, but it's also new state-of-the-art equipment for today's recording needs. And lastly, if this stuff is sounding really cool to you, but you don't really know what to do with it, this might pique your interest. The church studio will offer classes. You can learn how to be an audio engineer. So my plan is to do an old school apprenticeship type program. We'll be using online curriculum from like Berkeley School of Music for uh, a few courses just to give them the basics. But we all know that the learning really takes place hands-on. And so we'll be offering those courses short-term program. And um, so I'm not for sure who's going to be attracted to that, but it seems like a lot of people are very interested in it. Yeah, you can sign me up. I think Dan Potter is in as well. You can tour the church studio yourself. It's five dollars per person this week only and then it goes up to the standard price of $25. You can find so much more at thechurchstudio.com. Skyler Cooper, 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk.
Teresa Knox and the docents at the church studio are quick to point out that this newly opened space is not technically a museum. The parts of it feel very much like one. It is at its heart a working recording studio. In fact, it's one of the best, most up-to-date analog studios in a digital framework that you're going to find anywhere. And that's the part that really appealed to the geek and me. And while the rest of the tour was great, I was itching to get to the studio itself. We had a great guide and docent, Willis Allen. I was trying to think of how many times I'd seen Leon Russell. I've seen him at the Brady, I've seen him at the old Civic Center. I saw him him and Mary Russell play. I saw him Willie Nelson picnic. Um, even saw him over at the uh, Riverwalk on the west bank of the river. What is it about his music, his lyrics that spoke to you? Just his voice is so unique. The main recording area obviously is right here. Uh, this is Jamie Oldecker's drum set. They just set it up yesterday for the first time here. Uh, it looks a bit cluttered, but that's the way a recording studio would look. Um, and they move this stuff around as they need to. Um, there are 22 miles of copper wire in this building. Wow. Here's the brains of the outfit. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> there are things online that you can get uh, detailed information about this board, but this is a Neve uh, soundboard and um, it was actually pictured on one of Bob Dylan's albums on the cover. I'm walking through streets that are dead. And you two, you two used it a lot. Willie Nelson has recorded using this. In glow, I see. And it's analog, which is um, makes it somewhat unique in these days. But what's cool, I've been told about the analog, is that today's uh, mixing boards are have chips and things that do multiple functions. Everything on this board, whatever it does it does by itself it's all transistors and special so the board cost three hundred thousand dollars to buy and then it costs another three hundred thousand dollars to have everything updated so it's been completely uh, brought up to the latest uh, analog technology and then there's a 16 track recorder there and that's a four track recorder there as I said, this is 32 tracks, and then this here was added, and that adds six. And when my life is over, remember when we were together, we were alone, and now we're singing this song for you. We were alone, and now we're 
singing this song for you We were alone and I was singing my song Singing this song for you